With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Yeah. Unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. What's good, Sports City? Welcome to All You Can Eat, the all-NBA food for thought show, providing you championship-flavored dishes. I'm your NBA head chef. You can just call me Ace. I'm in the place on a Friday night, man, in this BTR home studio, cooking up these dishes. Man, hey. The call-in number so you can eat up, do these dishes, 929-477-2759. Yeah, that's it. Come come eat with your boy. Come cook with me. 929-477-2759, the guest call-in number. You're on with the chefs. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to tune in and listen to your boy Ace. All. I mean, all that you can handle for this NBA conversation. It's Friday night, October 20th, 2023. Man, damn. I've been around for a minute. 2023? I don't even mind dating myself because I don't feel old. I'm as good as I look. I mean, I'm actually looking young. A nice roundabout 1972-year baby 
on the controls, talking a little NBA shop, man. Just happy to be alive in 2023 to talk about this game that I've been enjoying for a long time now. I don't see some of the best to ever do it come and go. And all these conversations about who to go, listen, man, if I get in my feelings, nah, I can't do that. This ain't the place to be emotional. But shout out to uh, if I ever if had an idol, and I don't really do idols much, but growing up as a kid, I think we all looked up and idolized somebody. You know, we 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 all been to church. We heard those things about having idols. All right, so you know, just you know, bear with me if you can, right? If you don't put me in hell right too fast, um, Julius the Doctor, Doctor J, Julius Irvin, man, first time. I saw basketball. I mean, my eyes were really open. 1977, Julius Irving leading the Philadelphia 76ers against those Portland Trailblazers. Uh huh. The Trailblazers got the NBA championship. Doc didn't do it, but uh, I mean, phenomenal. My life was changed, and here I am, many years later, talking to you about this thing we call basketball, and we all love it. So. Something else that I want to do uh, just hit me, right? I don't ask for people to, like, follow on social media, and I've been getting some instructions from higher-ups, like, so you got to spend a little time asking people to follow us at Fantasy Basketball, that's spelled F-A-N, the number two. The letter C B A S K E T B A L L. We can all spell right. Fantasy basketball, as well as follow Sports City Chef. Follow us on social media. You can follow Fantasy Basketball. The All You Can Eat Ace Fantasy Basketball on IG. I don't really got a lot of time to do social media like that, but I want to do a special contest for all the listeners out there. And here it is, right? If you follow right now. On Instagram, Fantasy Basketball and Sports City Chef, and you mention us in your story, you can come cook right here inside the kitchen next to me. We'll give you a whole segment. Seven minutes. Think of it like open mic. You all heard of open mic comedy? Hey, we want to have a good time. We're not here to laugh at you, but we want you to come bring some dishes to the kitchen, and we're going to give you that opportunity. So you know it's a Monday or a Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can rock out in the kitchen with yours truly, your boy Ace. We're going to get to it, man. But you got to go right now. Open your phone up, Instagram, at F-A-N-2-C-B-A-S-K-E-T-B-A-L-L, and at Fort City Chef. Mention this in your story. And uh, you can get a segment right here, Sports City Chefs, all-you-can-eat fantasy basketball show, right? So now that we got that out the way, let's turn our attention to uh, a little bit of what everybody's talking about from last night's preseason game. Preseason's coming to a close. Today, again, as I mentioned, it's Friday, October 20th, last night of preseason before everything tips off on uh, Tuesday, October 24th. But in last night's uh, action around association, the game or the conversation was 
the fact that we got a chance to see LeBron James on the basketball court going head-to-head with Kevin Durant for the first time in a regular season for a, a, a number of years. It's probably been about four or five years. And clearly, these gentlemen uh, knew what the mission was, the, the assignment. They showed up, and they showed up. I mean, it was entertaining. If you missed it, don't worry. They're coming back and going to get at it when it counts again next Thursday. Uh, I believe it's the opening night for TNT uh, next Thursday. I believe that's like October 26th, if my memory serves correctly. But last night, wow, LeBron was looking spry, getting to it, back in action after uh, getting some nights off. And Kevin Durant, what can you say? I mean, 6'10", more like 7-foot shooting guard, giving Austin Reeves the he's too little. And clearly, almost everybody attempting to guard Kevin these days is absolutely too little. He sees no one. He either makes it or he misses it. He is not bothered by your height or your length. Easy money sniper. And I was thoroughly entertained by uh, King LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Getting to it. Guys missing in action last night for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker getting the night off. Quite all right. I don't mind it. Those guys that have played. I saw enough in the preseason of those guys. I'm ready for, you know, to get to it. Anthony Davis looked really good last night as well. He was shutting ish down in the paint. He looks like a man on a mission. Uh, Nurkic was getting absolutely nothing when AD was in the game. Uh, I actually started to feel bad for not per se Nurk, but for the Phoenix Suns' chances of winning a championship this season because Nurk looked like he was not the guy that was going to help the Suns get past the Lakers should they match up in the playoffs. I mean, that's how dominant Anthony Davis looked against Yusuf Nurkic. You talk about Bosnian beasts. <laughs> I saw no kind of animal out of Nurk. <laughs> Bosnian puppy, <laughs> no disrespect to those from Bosnia, but Nurk did not represent well last night. Or maybe, like I said, Anthony Davis was just that dynamic and I've I've said it once before here uh on the ace fantasy basketball show and like there is no one like Anthony Davis. When this guy is available and he is on his game, there's absolutely no one in the league like him. He is one of one and he showed that all you gotta do is just go back and peep some of those clips and highlights from his performance uh in that pre that preseason finale uh for the Los Angeles Lakers against the Suns on Thursday night. But if you allow me to uh, turn your attention to now, uh, in the final night, some of the games going on at 7 p.m., you're going to have the opportunity to tune in on NBA TV if you got it or via League Pass, and you'll get a chance to see the Atlanta Hawks take on the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers are still without one James Harden, and I don't have anything anything. I mean zero on that subject matter. Wake me up when he gets traded. Otherwise, I'm talking about the first opportunity for us to see Joel Embiid tonight. Hopefully Tyrese Maxey is back on the floor and return from uh, 
what looked like a little bit of a back spasm. I think he had the last preseason outing. Let's see where the Sixers look like uh, as Joel tries to get himself ready for regular season action. I believe the Sixers' first home, or not home game, but their first regular season game will be next Thursday as well against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Atlanta Hawks, on the other hand, let's see what's going to happen with this team. They're pretty much returning the same core that they had last year, uh, minus uh John Collins, who's now a Utah Jazz player. But DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, Clint Capella, uh, DeAndre Hunter, and the young, I believe his third-year player now is Jalen Johnson. Been waiting on this guy to do something special since he's coming to the league from Duke. Let's see if he can uh, start to fulfill some of his promise. So that should be an interesting game to kick things off at 7. Also tipping off at 7, the Orlando Magic. Uh, against somebody who's abbreviated FLA, quarantine, so pardon. I'm going to keep it moving. It's the Magic. They're young. Let's see what they can get going. Uh, Jonathan Isaac trying to get healthy there. Jalen Suggs, same thing, trying to get healthy. Wendell Carter needs to stay healthy. Uh, Paulo Bancaro had the opportunity, um, excuse me, during uh, FIBA to show that he's ready to take another step after coming off rookie of the year. And, again, my apologies, uh, it's the Orlando Magic taking on Flamingo Flamingo. So that should be an interesting contest as a preseason finale. Uh, the Indiana Pacers at 7 p.m. will host the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're a couple team. Uh, I guess you could say they're heading in – I'm going to say they're heading in different directions. It appeared that way when you talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers, the way everybody got excited when Donovan Mitchell arrived. Uh, they extended Garland. Uh, Mobley, Evan Mobley is going to be up for uh, his second contract coming off that rookie deal. They got dog walking the playoffs by the Knicks. I mean, just absolute bullies, right? Let's see what they could do against a young Indiana Pacers team who only competes. It's like that's all they know right now is to compete. They're not quite yet a playoff team yet. We'll see what's going to happen. They got some new faces topping from the New York Knicks. Let's see how he fits running the break, getting out, uh, filling those lanes for Tyrese Halliburton. Are the Pacers finally going to move Miles Turner or Buddy Hill? A lot of rumors going around. And then the welcome addition Newly minted NBA champion Bruce Brown on a new team. Will he wish he was back in Denver, Colorado, or will he just kick his feet up and count that money? <laughs> Remains to be seen. It's a long season, and we're just getting started. At 7.30, my interest game of the night outside of the finale will be uh, this Toronto Raptors hosting the Washington Wizards. And here's why it's of significant interest to me. First-year head coach, Darko. Uh, let me say his last name as best as I possibly can. Is it Rankovich? I think that's it. If I'm, if I'm incorrect, yeah, I apologize. I'm not from the native land. I don't have that particular native tongue. Uh, they'll be hosting the Washington Wizards, led by uh, Wes Unsell Jr., this Wizards team is 
completely brand new, right? You add a Jordan Poole, who some are thinking is going to be uh, the Eastern Conference version of James Harden in the Western when he arrived in Houston. Like, he's just going to cook. And he showed some signs. Like, he had the potential to do it uh, in his previous – what am I trying to say? His previous preseason game where he went for 41 points. But there was no Kyle Kuzma. So – how often he gets to go for 41 and, and get his James Harden on and be Harden-esque, if you will, next to Kyle Kuzma, uh, I don't I don't think that's going to fly too much with Kyle. Kyle's a bucket getter himself, uh, and he led this team in scoring last season. You also add new faces like Danilo Gallinari, the rookie Bilal Koulibaly. You're going to want to see what he's capable of. Corey Kispert's going to want to take another step, right? So uh, who else did they get? Patrick Baldwin Jr., is he going to figure out how to stay healthy and, and give us some minutes uh, in his sophomore season coming over from the Golden State Warriors in that trade uh, for Chris Paul? Remains to be seen. And then the Toronto Raptors acquiring Dennis Schroeder, who has played for Darko at one point. So they might have a little uh, a symmetry, if you will. And then you got Scotty Barnes, who's going to need to take another step. Pascal Siakam, expiring contract. OG Ananobi's in trade rumors. Just a game to watch, right, to get your whistle wet uh, for the upcoming regular season as we close out this preseason. So with all that being said, and that was a lot, man, I got to take a break, and I'll be right back right after these messages. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. Yeah, so uh, follow the instructions of my man, Barry, the villain, Jordan, right? Follow those instructions and act now. Shout out to our folks at PHI Apparel holding us down here at Sports City. Again, it's your boy Ace, man. We talking all things NBA, and uh, I'm about to get up out of these preseason games, but I got to give you the rest of the schedule for the night as it shuts down preseason competition and guys get the weekend off. Some people are going to get that bad news that uh, they got cut. Uh, a couple of people who may, a few people rather, are probably going to get some good news if if, if they're still uh, calling it that. Uh, hey, we can offer you a two-way contract, right? NBA's increased its two-way uh, slots from two to three for this upcoming season. So should be some uh, happy campers, if you will. At 8 p.m., the Memphis Grizzlies will uh, visit the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, complete their preseason run. Also at 8, 
Miami. We'll be in Houston. Maybe they'll see James Harden. They'll have a little conversation and let's get this trade done. And the Sixers can move James Harden to uh, the Miami Heat. He can ride on the plane with those guys back to Miami. (laughs) Did you like that? Uh, I'm here all week, or at least for the rest of the night. I try. Hey, man, look. Also at 8 o'clock, the Detroit Pistons, a very young team. They're probably going to be a, a, a league pass, a, a hot ticket, a hot item. A lot of young talent. And uh, everybody's going to want to see what Monty Williams can get out of this talented roster. They're going to be down in Texas taking on uh, Luka and Kyrie, uh, the Dallas Mavericks there, close out the preseason. And then the final uh, preseason game, will be the San Antonio Spurs, led by Victor Wembayama, and on the Golden State Warriors. This game will be on NBA TV. I'm definitely tuning in to watch. As you heard me say time and time again, we all know about Victor Wembayama. He was the number one overall pick. But I don't know how many of you know about Trace Jackson Davis. He was the 57th pick overall. After playing four years of college basketball, leading the Indiana Hoosiers, right? Uh, this young man, 20 and 10 with three and a half or like four assists per game, uh, a shot blocker, a lob threat, tremendous rebounder, had a very nice showing against the Sacramento Kings. His last outing got an opportunity to start, pulled down 13 and 10 against Demonis Abonis, who led all players in the NBA last season in total rebounds. So when you're talking about a young talent uh, not named Victor Wembayama, who's a big man that I think is going to have a phenomenal career, mark these words, Trace Jackson Davis. And, yes, if you're a casual fan and you don't know, he is the son of one Dale Davis who played for the Indiana Pacers and one year with the Golden State Warriors. Talk about that for Carmen coming back. All right. So I want to get into something really quick, right? Let's let's step our levels up. I want to make sure that uh, if you're listening, man, this, like I said, this is an all-NBA show, right? So I got to make sure that I'm giving you a variety of dishes. So I want to get into this NBA head coaches and GMs dish, right? So if you don't know, you will know by the time I'm finished with this segment who the NBA head coach is and who the general manager is for each NBA team. And, again, that call-in number is 929-477-2759. Man, if you want to jump in have at any of these dishes, you know, just bang my line, man, and we can get into it. And in no particular order, we're going to start with uh, the guy who runs things around here inside Sports City, Timeless's team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm probably going to butcher Mark's uh, last name. Again, apologies. I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> and Sam Presti is uh, is the general manager for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We know what kind of work he's done. And I'm going to just give you my quick little one-word thought on whether these teams are pretenders or contenders or something like that. Right now, I got the Oklahoma City Thunder as a pretender. All right, now I'm going to keep it moving. The Houston Rockets, 
head coach for the upcoming 23-24 season. Ime Udoka, the general manager, is Raphael Stone. And I have the Houston Rockets as a pretender this season. The New York Knicks are coached by Tom Thibodeau, and the GM position is currently vacant based on my research. And I definitely got the Knicks as a pretender this upcoming season. The Brooklyn Nets, head coach Jacques Vaughn, general manager Sean Marks. And even though I'm excited about Ben Simmons' return to glory, I have the Nets as a pretender this upcoming season. The Los Angeles Lakers, head coach Darvin Ham. We all know the GM is Rob Palenka because Laker Nation is everywhere. Man, I like roaches, man. Cut the light on and it's just looking at you. Like, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, contender. You already know where I'm going with the Lakers. How can they not be a contender? That guy, LeBron James, still playing? Okay. <laughs> he contends. That's all he does. It's Denver Nuggets. Head coach Michael Malone. Our prayers and condolences to Coach Malone and his family, the loss of his father. Uh, GM Calvin Booth, shout out to Calvin, doing an outstanding job there. Denver Nuggets, once again a contender. The Philadelphia 76ers, head coach Nick Nurse, general manager Elton Brand, you're not going to like this. Contender pretending. That's right. Just had James Harden. I don't think they still have James Harden, even though no trade has come in at the time of this recording. I can't see this roster winning a chip. And so while so many of us are still going to consider them some form of a contender because they have last season's MVP, man, they just pretend. Let's keep it moving. The uh, Sacramento Kings. Mike Brown, head coach, Monty McNair, general manager. They are a contender in the Western Conference. Keep your eyes on the Kings. I enjoy watching that team. They're phenomenal. I think the sky's the limit for them. The Milwaukee Bucks, first-year head coach, Adrian Griffin, GM, John Horses, done a phenomenal job, okay, with his draft picks and with making the deal to secure Dame Lillard, when everyone else already had him in a Miami Heat uniform, the Milwaukee Bucks are a contender. Phoenix Suns, Frank Vogel, head coach, James Jones, one of the best GMs in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns are a contender. The Boston Celtics, Joe Mazzulla, general manager Brad Stevens, even though the Boston Celtics don't appear to have veteran depth that you may recognize by name, they still remain a contender with good health to that starting five. The Miami Heat. Head coach, Eric Spolster. You already know. And general manager, Andy Ellisberg. The Miami Heat, this season, a contender that will be pretending. That's my view. I mean, how many times can you get there and not win it in the last four or five seasons? Let's count this year. They're not going to do it again. Sorry, guys, but keep contending. I love watching. The Indiana Pacers, head coach Rick Carlisle, 
general manager Chad Buchanan. Indiana Pacers are a pretender. Got a lot of room to grow. The Memphis Grizzlies, Taylor Jenkins is the head coach. Zach Kleiman, I believe is his last name, is the GM. They are a pretender that will be contending, if that makes sense to you. All right? The San Antonio Spurs, head coach Greg Popovich just signed that new deal. I think he likes uh, his future might hold with uh, one young Victor Wimbayama being there in San Antonio. General manager Brian Wright, Brian Wright, doing a good job with his draft pick selections, in my opinion, uh, with the help of Pop and R.C. Buford there. However, Spurs are still a pretender. The Chicago Bulls, head coach Billy Donovan, GM Mark Eversley, the Bulls are absolutely pretending. They got a lot of work to do. Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, GM Mike Dunleavy Jr., they are contenders. The Washington Wizards, Wes Unsell Jr., general manager Will Dawkins, the Wizards are absolute pretenders. Need more firepower. New Orleans Pelicans head coach Willie Green, general manager Trajan Langdon, regardless of the health of Zion Williamson. The Pelicans are a pretender. Toronto Raptors, Darko Rakovic, GM, Bobby Webster, President of Operations, Masai Ujiri. The Raptors are a pretender. The L.A. Clippers head coach, Teron Lue, in the final year of his contract. And general manager, Trent Redden. They are a contender that is also pretending. The Dallas Mavericks. Jason Kidd, head coach, Nico Harrison, GM. The Mavs are an absolute need size and experience. The Utah Jazz, head coach Will Hardy, Justin Zanuck, general manager. The Jazz are pretending, even though they looked very good last year. The Portland Trail Blazers, head coach Chauncey Billups, general manager Joe Cronin. I'm excited about what he's learning on the job. The Blazers remain pretenders. The Atlanta Hawks. Quinn Snyder, head coach, Landry Fields, GM. The Hawks are a pretender, people. Cleveland Cavaliers, J.B. Bickerstaff, head coach, Kobe Altman, GM. Hope things are all right there with Kobe. Made the news, not for anything good. A few weeks back, Cavaliers, pretender. Charlotte Hornets, head coach, Steve Clifford, Mitch Kupchak, GM. Pretender, Detroit Pistons, Monty Williams, head coach. Count that money, Monty. Money, money, that's what I'm going to call you. Troy Weaver is the general manager, and the Pistons are still pretending. The Orlando Magic, Jamal Mosley, head coach, Anthony Parker, the new general manager. Magic are absolute pretenders. And the Minnesota Timberwolves round out all of the teams in the league. Head coach Chris Finch, general manager Tim Connolly, they are a pretending contender. They will contend, but. Uh, if Cat can figure out how to flip a switch and become, I mean, the best version of himself and be absolutely dominant and compete for a league MVP, then I'll eat those words. But after these messages. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. 
Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right, folks. Let's get into a little conversation about this first ever in-season tournament that the NBA has decided to uh, introduce to us. I'm excited about it, right? The first ever NBA Cup is worth a conversation right here on the show. So I'm going to break a little bit of it down as best I can as it was broken down to us. So I'm going to start, I guess you could say, kind of in the revert, right? All the NBA teams are going to be involved. We're going to be looking forward to the top eight teams uh, separating themselves from the field of 30 teams that the NBA holds, right? So the quarterfinals, there'll be eight teams. We all know how that goes. Semifinals begin December 7th in Las Vegas. That would be your basically final four. And your championship will be on December 9th, also in Las Vegas. Here's what's at stake and how it reads. Teams will be competing for the all-new NBA Cup. League honors. At the conclusion of the tournament, the NBA will name the most valuable player of the in-season tournament. This will be the first ever. So think about that, people. Who wants to be the first ever in-season tournament most valuable player? Can you imagine LeBron James winning that? That would be something he could say that he has that Michael Jordan doesn't have. If he wins the first ever in-season NBA Cup, Jordan and Pippen, the Bulls, those guys don't have that. Again, at the conclusion of the tournament, the NBA will name the most valuable player of the in-season tournament and the all-tournament team, the prize pool. A prize pool will be allocated to the players on the teams that participate in the knockout round, right? All these games tournament will begin November 3rd. That's a Friday. Those games will be every Friday and Tuesday for the month of November, with the exception being Tuesday, November 7th, which is Election Day. There will be no NBA games on that day for obvious reasons. As I mentioned, the semis and championship will be in Las Vegas December 7th through the 9th, right? The quarterfinals will take place December 4th, the home city of the higher-seeded team. I repeat, the quarterfinals, the knockout round, will take place December 4th and 5th at the home city of the higher seed. So if you're a guy playing in a in a season-long fantasy league and you've been checking your schedule and you see no games from December 3rd, I believe it is, through the 10th, it's because right here is where all that action is going to occur. That'll be added. And all these games will count uh, towards your 
NBA team's regular season totals, with the exception being the Tournament Cup championship game. So for group play, tournament nights will take place every Tuesday and Friday, again, from November 3rd through November 28th, with the exception of Election Day on Tuesday, November 7th, when no games will be played. Each team plays the four teams in its group once. That means each team will get two home games and two away games. All tournament games will count toward the regular season standings, except the championship game. So what does that look like, right, in terms of the breakdown? Group draw has already been determined. All 30 teams have been divided and determined by draw based on last season, the prior season's regular season record. So why don't I give you what that looks like in the Eastern Conference? We got Eastern Conference uh, Group A, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, the Indiana Pacers, and the Detroit Pistons. I don't know who your odds on favorite is in that group, but you got time to figure it out. We'll talk about it later in the show. East Group B, we have the Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks, the Miami Heat, the Washington Wizards, and the Charlotte Hornets. East Group C, We have the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, the Toronto Raptors, the Chicago Bulls, and the Orlando Magic. In the Western Conference, Group A, led by the Memphis Grizzlies, Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, Utah Jazz, and Portland Trailblazers. Western Group B, Denver Nuggets, Los Angeles Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets. Western Conference Group C, Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, San Antonio Spurs. I don't know about you folks, but I see some rivalries really beginning to brew in the NBA. With this in-season tournament, NBA Cup, the first ever, the opportunity to do something that's never been done before, wow, I think on the shoulders of the young players on a number of teams, right? Like these young guys are probably going to play above their head because they just don't know they probably aren't supposed to do some of the things that they might do in terms of exploits this early in the season. Whereas some of the veterans may be already thinking about pacing themselves. I mean, when, since the NBA didn't put in the rule that they can't rest that much, you have to figure out how you're going to rest a team with multiple stars, and practically every team has multiple stars now or superstars, right, guys that put asses in seats. Are you going to be thinking about the NBA finals and the championship or playoff run, or are you going to really just can, and go hard right now this season? at least for the first ever NBA Cup. All I can say is the month of November and the first week of December should be some really good basketball. I hope it's going to be good basketball. Not that let me just go up and down. I'm still trying to get in shape type of stuff, okay? So I'm excited about it. I'm going to be honest. If I got to pick a team 
from each of the six groups. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to pick one. Start in the West. West Group C, I'm going to work it in reverse. I'm going with the Sacramento Kings. And B, for whatever reason, I think it's because Paul George tends to play like a league MVP the first month and a half of basketball before he gets fatigued or uh, injuries start to, to mount up or rear their ugly heads again. I got the Clippers uh, in Group A. Uh, it's hard to deny the Lakers. I like where, where the Lakers left off last season. I'm going with the Lakers there. Uh, in the East, starting with Group C, wow, a lot of changes with all these teams. Brooklyn's trying to figure things out. They don't have a lot of shooting, trying to get Ben Simmons acclimated to running things at the point. You got that uh, great starting five for Boston, not much depth on the bench. Bulls, Magic, Raptors, ah, Celtics it is by default. In Group B, yeah, I'm going to go Washington Wizards for the surprise. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Jordan Poole is going to be out of his mind, and so is Kyle Kuzma right now. I think those guys are going to try and, and do whatever they can to be one of the most prolific scoring dynamic duos of this 23-24 NBA season. I'm expecting Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma to, to be up there and get mentioned with those dynamic scoring duos that we all have been excited about for this upcoming season, whether it's Giannis and Dane, whether it's Tatum and Brown getting to it again. Uh, you can forget that Harden and B, that's not going to happen. I guess you're going to have to replace that with Poole and Kuzma maybe. We'll see. And then the East Group A, Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons. Tyrese Maxey, really that guy? Is he as ready as so many so-called experts say that he is? I don't know. I'm going to go Cavs. This regular season, they don't have to see the Knicks. Sorry, Sixers. <laughs> I had to do it. I just wanted to poke the bear. I'm going Cavs, man. Those are my selections. Uh, for this breakdown of the new NBA in-season tourney. It's going to be interesting. So, you uh, dial that number, man. Bang my line, man. 929-477-2759. Don't forget, you have the opportunity to follow us at Sports City Chef as well as at Fantasy Basketball. That's F-A-N-2-C Basketball, all one word. And if you mention us in your story, you will get segment number two all to yourself. That's right. Cook up some hot dishes, five to seven minutes. It's all you, man. I'll be at the helm running the controls, and we'll put your topic on the table. And we'll let you cook up right here for everybody inside Sports City. So, again, make sure you follow us on social media and, uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's some chefs again, man. We get to it. We're going to pay uh, some commercial break bills and be right back to these messages. 
This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right. Where my fantasy freaks at, right? Is it all right to still say that? Or y'all canceling people for using the word freak? You know, if you play fantasy basketball, season-long fantasy basketball, you're probably still a fantasy freak. Um, you know what? Before I actually go right there, I got to mention this, man. I had somebody, uh, I, I, I'm privileged to be able to call a friend. Uh, we were texting back and forth, man, and he felt as if DFS, Daily Fantasy, has ruined season-long fantasy basketball. And I think what he was getting at was guys in league play have a warped sense of player value when it comes to uh, drafting, trading, and picking up guys from the waiver pool off the waiver wire. So I don't think he really meant like he's ruined the game, but I get where he was going with it, right? I just wanted to share that. Anybody else there feel that way? I mean, let me know, man. Hit me up at Fantasy Basketball on IG. You're not going to find me anywhere else. Eh, I, I, I apologize. I just lied. I'm sorry. I lied. You might find me on Threads. Maybe. Maybe. Also at Fantasy Basketball. Anyway, for all my in-season fantasy hoops heads, here's something I always like to do, and that's give you uh, – a little uh, retrospect, I guess, if you will, of the previous season, top players in total. If you're playing in category leagues and you're looking at three-pointers, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and uh, as I always remind you, I do double-double leagues, not turnovers, right? Who's doing turnovers these days still? Like, that's so ancient. But anyway... Averages are good, people, but you got to see what a guy is doing in total when you make some of these decisions, right? So let's start with the three-pointers made. If you're a hardcore fantasy person, you already knew. I'm not telling you anything that you didn't know. Clay Thompson led everyone with 301 total three-pointers. But is the guy coming in at number two, Buddy Hill with 288, who's probably made the most three-pointers the last four or five seasons, I believe it is. You can fact-check me. I don't mind. I'm doing a lot off the top of the dome, right? Some of that stuff is just in there. And then everybody's favorite three-point shooter, Steph Curry, with 273, followed by Donovan Mitchell at 245, and Dame Lillard with 244 made three-pointers in just. 58 games, people. You talk about prolific. Wow. 
let's take a look at the points category. Who's your top point getter last season? If you didn't know, his name is Jason Tatum. 2,225 total points, followed by Joel Embiid giving us 2,183 points in just six. No, about to say the wrong amount of games. Yep, no, that was right. Huh. 66 games played. He also only had 66 three points. How about that? Joel Embiid, one three for every game. In case you didn't know. Luka Doncic, 2,138 total points last season. Also in 66 games played. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander, SGA, in 68 games, 2,135 points in season total. I mentioned it earlier on the show. You're a leader in total rebounds last season. Demonis Sabonis, 973 total rebounds. Nikola Vucevic, 903 total rebounds. Nikola Jokic, 817 total rebounds. Followed by Rudy Gobert's 814 total rebounds. And I guess we'll go ahead and do Valanciunas. That'll give you a top five total rebounders. Uh, JV, 804 total rebounds. The assist leader in totals, while James Harden did lead the league in assists based on averages, once again, people, Again, it's got to be hardcore to really get into these totals. Trey Young does not disappoint. He continues to sit at the top of season total list for assists. I want to say since he's coming to the league. Again, fact check me, man. Do your homework, right? I'm not trying to be the answer, man. This isn't ass Jeeves, right? <laughs> Trey Young, 741 total assists. Nikola Jokic, 678. James Harden, 618. Tyrese Halliburton, 585. Demonis Sabonis, 573. That's your top five in assist totals for last season. Take all this stuff into account for those people who are drafting late, uh, regardless of your league size and format. Uh, the assist leaders, one, two, three, four, the top four separated by a total of five steals. Excuse me, the top steals leaders. I said assist. The top steals leaders separated by five total. O.G. Ananobi, number one, with 128. The Anthony Melton, he's a Philadelphia 76er, just in case you've never heard of him, 126 total steals. Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves, 125 total steals. Fred Van Fleet. Now a Houston Rocket, 123 steals last season for the Toronto Raptors. And Jimmy Butler at 117 total steals for the Miami Heat last season. Your block leader. This guy definitely got robbed for defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Brooke Lopez, 193 blocks to go with 520 rebounds. Second in blocks. Here's a guy who just fell off the mat uh, and was buried and forgotten about when it came time to vote for defensive player of the year because everybody was focused on there's no more Kyrie or Kevin Durant to discuss. So you stop watching Nick Claxton, 702 rebounds and 189 block shots. He was an option, much better option. 
this guy who I talked about on a video last year who was lobbying and begging along with Miles Turner, please, I should be defensive player of the year. Yeah, you had 189 blocks, the same as Nick Claxton, but you only had 426 rebounds, Jaron Jackson. How you got that award, I don't know. Nick Claxton had the same amount of steals as you, 65, the same amount of blocks as you, and he clearly out-rebounded you. And anybody seen my little diatribe video talking about Miles Turner and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., my issue with these guys is that they do not rebound at the levels of the previous winners of the award, especially as far as the big men. Those guys who win multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards, you know, the three-time winners, Rudy Gobert, Dwight Howard, Ben Wallace, yeah, like those guys rebound 700 or better. That's a part of defense, right? Because if you keep letting the offense shoot, then your defensive position possession rather does not end until you secure the basketball. Who cares? if all you do is block shots and rebound to a tune of 400. What rookie, Walker Kessler, 173 blocks in total last season and 620 rebounds. Miles Turner, 140 blocks to round out the top five, 466 total rebounds. So again, you see my point, and you can go back. It wasn't just last season. There are many seasons. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Miles Turner like to block shots, 140 or better, but they don't want to mix it up and get dirty and rebound the damn basketball. Who gave that guy an award? I guess Miles Turner is going to get his turn this year, and he's going to get an award for 189 blocks and 426 rebounds and 65 steals. Like, is that all you got to do? Well, he's got to come up a lot in steals because he only had 36 of those bad boys last season. But anyway, let me get on to the double-doubles. I've uh, ranted long enough. Demonis Sabonis, get this, people, 65 total double-doubles. And he only played in 79 games, right? That's pretty good. I mean, look, you can definitely close your eyes and go to bed every night and feel like he's going to get a double-double. He only missed 14 uh, opportunities last season. But an even better bet, when you look at the numbers, of 69 games played by Nikola Jokic, and he had 58 double-doubles, only 11 times that he did not double-double. I mean, this guy is going to get you 10 boards or 10 assists, and we already know he's going to do better than 10 points per game, right? So something to think about. Nikola Vucevic had 51 double-doubles, but he played in 82 games. What does that tell me? 31 games, he's not going to double-double. So when you're ranking him very high and you're expecting him to double-double, eh, that's more than a month of games that he's going to disappoint you. <laughs> this is why we like to look at the totals, people. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, 46 double-doubles. He did that in 63 games. And Jonas Valanciunas, JV, 43 double-doubles in his 79 games. So, again, that is 36 games. JV is not going to double. Not saying he's not a good player. Doesn't mean that he sucks. Just means it's going to be more than a month. It's going to be about a month and a half, almost two months of basketball that JV is going to give you that uh, 14 and 9, right? <laughs> and we all know how 14 and 9 or 10 and 9 or anything in 9, man, that shit just pisses us all off, right? Like, it helps nobody. We all want that extra, especially in the league where we're counting double-doubles uh, when we're trying to secure victory uh, in those categories. So, hey, man. I hope I've been able to help somebody with something tonight. Trying to have a little fun. We're going to get back into a lot of more interesting things as we move forward into uh, next week. It will be opening week for the regular season in the NBA 2023-2024, man. I cannot wait. Please, 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 NBA gods, trade James Harden before the season tips. I'm tired. I'm so tired of hearing and watching NBA Today discuss what's going on with James Harden. Get him traded. Do it now. Answer this prayer, (laughs) if you will, as I speak. But with all that said, folks, man, yo, thanks for chopping it up. City hanging with your boy Ace, man. You know how we do. We prepare these dishes, we cook them up, we serve them to you. It's all you can eat. All NBA every Monday and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, as my guy would like to say, he's not here, but I'm going to say it in his honor. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.